was Gucci Ma Nuggets. And welcome to the Homie Hump Day Show of the Rockest Modern Life Podcast, where the episodes are fun, light, and filled with shits and giggles. These sods will be ad-free with less editing to highlight the kagaguan of my friends and I. So if you got time to spare, let's get retarded in here. Poppin' everyone, and what's poppin' Emil and Iggy? Why don't you introduce yourself, your profession, and your favorite cheat day meal? And any of y'all can start. Iggy. Alright, I got the floor. So, so I'm Iggy. My full name is Rafael Ignacio, but everybody else calls me Iggy. I'm a personal trainer. And my favorite cheat day meal. I'll give you my top three. Mm. So, there's pizza. This ramen, I got a and I got a really bad sweet food, so anything sweet. So anything sweet. Those are my top three. <laughs> Solid. Do you guys do you have like a specific uh, restaurant or specific pizza that you like to get? Specific ramen or yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, for sure. It's either um, for pizza, this, this yellow cab hmm. or or angel pizza. Angel pizza. People shouldn't sleep. People shouldn't sleep on Angel's pizza. Spinach it's and fire. cream? It's so good. <laughs> That's and, a bomb. Iggy introduced that to me. I was like, nah. Also, get the card. <laughs> because you get the buy one, take one pizza. When you have a card. I actually did not know so, that. Yeah. Life tip. We all that life, yeah, life hack. <laughs> for, for ramen though, you can't get you can't go wrong with Mendicoro or Yushikon. Of course, you know? of course. Go with it, go with it. Great picks, great picks, but, and mention. So, Emil, yeah, I want to know about your cheap, your your cheap day. All right, Int- oh, Emil, introduce bro- yourself. Bro. I said broccoli, bro. That's it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, everyone. <laughs> uh, what's good, everyone? Uh, my name is Emil. Uh, just call me Emil. Um, I'm a fitness instructor and an online coach as well. And and uh, I guess my favorite cheat meal would. So I have two actually. If I'm really craving for something, it's gotta be some buffalo wings. Oof. I love them. I love them wings. Um, and if I'm gonna have anything sweet, it's gonna have to be Munchkins. Ooh, Ooh. Munchkins all day. What's your favorite Ooh, flavor though choco- of the Munchkins? Choco- come on, chocolate butternut. Bro. Of course, Everybody yeah. Butternut. <laughs> you play in the view ain't down with that chocolate butternut. <laughs> bro, it's so it's so fire. I swear to God. So yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Great picks, great picks. I, I you know I don't trust people that say that they like butternut over chocolate butternut. Like, get the hell out of here. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> what about the wings? Do you have like a specific uh, place now you're still get to? Yeah, uh, what's that place? It's fairly new actually. That Buffalo Wings and Things place. Mm, have yeah. you ever tried that? Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah yeah firehouse that that specific 
because they have different favorite. levels, right, of intensity. So right in the middle, firehouse. Uh, that I think that one's definitely the best. So uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then they have like this dirty, they have this dirty fried rice that you mix with it, that you match with it. Oh man. Wow. wow. So what, good. What's in that fried rice? Do you have any idea? I don't know. I have no idea. It's like, I think they add salsa and a little bit of, I don't know if they add some sort of meat into it. I don't know if there's ground meat in it, but whatever it is, they do it really good. Yeah. Swear. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, I think Buffalo Wings and Things is like a, an American um, franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think so. I think so. You know, the, these Americans do their unhealthy food well, better than anyone else. <laughs> They're goaded for go, that. Go to Florida, and you'd see how many buffets there are there. They have a buffet for everything. <laughs> really? For steak, for sushi, with buffet for burgers. They can turn. When were you in Florida? And why? Uh, <laughs> why Florida? So I went Florida's to so fun, bro. I went to States in March. Okay. Uh, because I've been in the state all the time because I have a green card. So, I was, I was in New York for a while. And then my my friend Rob said, "Let's go to Orlando. Let's visit our friend Nico." So, our friend Nico just like showed us around Orlando. Actually, mostly we just ate. Like every day was a different <laughs> food trip. Long. And I was like, people here are, are you know. Are hungry and big. <laughs> it's okay. You can say big. I think big's fine. And I think that's just common knowledge, like, you know, with people, especially like in Texas or in Florida. <laughs> but yeah. They like, build different, bro. They build different, literally and physically. <laughs> yeah. Got yeah. If you want some good buffets, hit up Florida. Good wings, hit up Buffalo wings and things. <laughs> and of course, you can't get it all. Oh, and of course, life hack from Iggy get the Angel's Pizza card because buy one, take one. <laughs> and they're gonna sponsor you soon bro dude yeah gains with pizza that that would be a pretty good marketing scheme a lie too though (laughs) biggest lie in the world (laughs) all right um so why don't we get this ball rolling let's start off the pod as i always do by asking my guests what's popping so boys what's popping Everything's been good. Everything's been chilling. Um, doing our own thing, doing our own fitness things. That's for sure. We're- yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I I guess I say the same. Like work, uh, trying to honestly just make it in this really tough, harsh environment right now. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so competitive right now in a lot of in a lot of industries, honestly. Like I'd say, for example, not just in an online setting, because you both know I'm I'm also I used to be like super into like modeling and commercial acting. Right. So ever since like there's been an online presence, I used to go from like studios and castings and auditions. We go to different places around Makati usually. And now that everything's online, like you literally the, your agent literally just says like, yo, send me this. Everyone has a phone. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. where you are. Everyone right. has a phone. So it's right. like it's so accessible now. Imagine in just two two years, I've only gotten one commercial. Oh, That's wow. how competitive it is right now. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. So I couldn't rely on that, of course. Uh, 
boosting up fitness, of course. Uh, do own thing apart from being with uh, two studios and then uh, my newest venture uh, with the with the with the bay is and I'm starting a an online brand bag brand actually okay. so I'm excited to launch that I can't say anything yet but I'm just gonna have to wait <laughs> confidential confidential a, information yeah our our first shoot is gonna be this Friday so I'm pretty excited about that for yes. our launch congrats so for for that shoot, huh? I'm holding that. Sure, you'll be shirtless now for that for the shoot. No, no, no. We, <laughs> we have one model. We have one model. So it, it's it's we have like only three bags right now. Um, but the two, the three are really for women. But the one is unisex. So I'll probably only just do a couple shots for that unisex particular bag. But we have one model that we got for the rest of the bags and. The shoot's gonna be pretty interesting. Nice, nice concept. So nice, Woo! exciting, man. Can you at least let us know about like what type of bags these are gonna be? Like backpacks, or will that be giving away too much? Mm, no, man. They're like they're like a multi-purpose bag. I'd like to say the aesthetic of the bag is very, it's very Filipino actually, because okay. uh, um, that's basically the look. Um, if you're familiar with uh, Sulehia or Ratan, somewhere mm, right. in that area. Yeah. yeah, kind of like a bunny uh, textured type of bag. Kind of like yeah. that. So that's kind of the look of the bag. And then, yeah, different colors, uh, very interesting pattern. So I really, really, really hope that people kind of get drawn to that interesting pattern. So, yeah. Nice. That's really exciting, exciting man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, new venture lang, trying it out lang. I guess it's you really just have to try some something new in order to just yeah. Keep growing, yeah. Honestly, you have to keep trying something new. Like uh, the one thing in this pandemic is you can't just stick to this one thing. You have to venture out and try different right. things. Right. Right. Yeah. So example, with me, it's like I'm a personal trainer, online coach, but at the same time you'd be surprised. I'm also starting food. <laughs> Yeah, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like cooking so, food, like gig. culinary. No, no, uh, I'm a reseller for this brand called okay. uh, Persia Girl. Okay, sick. So, what type of food? I, I'm guessing Persian, right? He's <laughs> 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 just playing with me. <laughs> They're so, Italian, pala. <laughs> like kebabs and um, shawarma and stuff like that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, we're experiencing yeah, some sure. stuff like that, technical yeah. di- difficulties like, with Iggy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, like, he's back, he's back, he's back. He's back, he resurrected. So, yeah, Persian food, like shawarmas, kebabs, falafels. So, of course, like, my personal painting wasn't always really good. So, mm-hmm. I needed to have that extra income. So, luckily, thank God, my, my good friend... Uh, shout out to Iman Kazemi. Um, he got me as a reseller for Alabang, for Persia Girl. So what I would do, I got into all the Alabang Bible groups. I would post all. I would post what they have and just get orders and then deliver. Yeah. It's really easy to. It's really easy to sell things if you really believe in them. Right. Like, yeah. That could be something, or that could be food. As long as you believe in it, it's easy to sell. 
you gotta believe. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I'm, exactly to your point, like, you know, um, I think it's really good that you guys are like, you know, branching out, trying out different things because especially in times like this in the pandemic, you know, normally we'd grow and le- get new experiences by going out, you know, uh, meeting new people, like having different yeah. experiences. But now that we're kind of confined to the four walls of our room, you know, that whole um, experience gets kind of limited. So I think it's cool yeah. that you guys are kind of exploring different avenues and, you know, you really should believe in the product. Like I'm sure um, Emil believes in his bag brand because, you know, you want to support local, support the local textiles that we have here in the country. And I mean, for you, yeah. Iggy, the man, like if you love the food, then like you want it like as much as possible other people to try it because it's banging. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Like if you try it, you just like, that's it. It's all you have to try um, garlic sauce, boom, it's over. <laughs> so for Boy, the Alabang listeners out here, um, how do they contact you if they want to hop on that Persian delicacies? Y'all can reach me on Viber. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's your business. Your <laughs> business app. Uh, actually, I don't have a business app for it. It's more of like uh, a sideline. I read mm. it to... I read the post on the Viber, the menu, wait for the orders, and that's it. It's very, very, very <laughs> simple. simple. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you were to sell uh, food or anything, I suggest going to village Viber use. Yeah. Because <laughs> every village has a marketplace. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And that's been a thing ever since the pandemic dropped. But, I mean, it's cool and that you're also... Course, mm, sorry. Of course, IG will help. Yes, but at least you have like your, at least you have your old customers and your loyal customers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yung mga niyo. and <laughs> it's cool yeah. though that you like you know you're getting into food because it's still kind of related to like what your passion is, which is training. And um, yeah. you know, like as you guys both mentioned earlier in the introduction, um, you guys are both personal trainers, which has been yeah. quite difficult throughout the pandemic but you know you guys have been able to you know keep up naman and you know it's it's funny because i was thinking about this earlier and i think amongst all three of us like we growing up we weren't exactly the ones gifted with natural bods like we weren't the ones that were um you know we we, we were no alex obey or no uh, shout out to the homies though but then they were born with like six-pack abs like you know emil and iggy they do these guys were like hella scrawny i met them when they were like so payatpa. like you know and then you know when you guys met me i was like super botok and like you know super yeah. big and um it's just funny how it kind of like you know goes full circle now you know i ended up taking sports science and then you guys ended up becoming personal trainers and you know for me i think like one of the reasons why um you know we got interested into these fields because you know we weren't like naturally gifted and we really had to you know work into making ourselves yeah. and our health more presentable yeah yeah exactly and, like i remember like you know um my f- my, the, the first time I really started getting into fitness, which is odd because I was an athlete my entire life, baseball. But you know not about baseball. You're yeah, not, yeah. It's not like you're running the entire time. So you, like, you see <laughs> professional players, they're pretty big dudes. So like it was fine that I was a big dude. But I remember it was like third year high school. I was still pretty big. And then I like st- stood on the weighing scale and saw that I was like 225 pounds. And I'm only six feet. Oh. So I was just like, damn, I'm the weight of Kobe. 
Like this is not <laughs> this is not chill. Kobe six six. He got like six inches of me, and I'm the same weight as him. <laughs> so like after that, I was just like, alright, okay, it, like it's time to start lifting. But you know, at that time, I had no idea of how how to lift. I was just doing bicep curls, yeah. bench press lung, and then you know, yeah, the the basic stuff lung, the basic stuff. And then it was only when I got to college, you know, I took up sports science when I really started like learning about you know the science of exercise when to deload and offload and you know building a foundation and all of that stuff so i wanted to ask you guys Laman, how did you guys start um your personal fitness journey yeah emil start well, the month uh, since Iggy started last time well me oh uh, yeah so me me personally uh like way 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 back in uh what was that i i first got into like a fitness facility i think this was in 2014 and why Shampre batch bora of diba? course <laughs> oh shit lahat lahat tayo workout workout pumbatag oh, oh shit diba? eh. <laughs> exactly dude so i think that was the first time i ever like really because you know um you know i came from cebu so i was just into whatever sports there i was into track and field so that's why i was pretty payat and then when i moved to manila there's basketball um, but I never really like lifted weights or anything like that. Um, never really interested me. So when I first got into the gym, it was because of my brother, uh, really because of my brother and my dad, because they started working out in the, in the, in a gym right across Dasma Slimmer's World. Uh, super classic. They closed down actually. I'm so sad. Oh, but yeah, I know. Don't cross do set if you yeah. remember that. Yeah, that's area. OG. Uh, OG. You even went there. Um, so yeah, I, I went there really because of them, tried it out and then, well, I didn't really follow anything like, like a fitness program or anything, just lifted. And then of course, like, um, as the years gone by, you know, you really like, you learn a lot of things, you meet a lot of people teaching you how to do this, how to do that. And then, um, you kind of question also like, how do I be look like that guy? And you tend to right. do your research, you tend to try different diets, new fads, and stuff like that. Um, so my whole fitness journey really started there, high school. And then I just started lifting without any professional help, even until college. Um, and then, of course, you know, with a little help from a lot of people, even Iggy and I would talk about how to get, you know, to this level, how to do this, how to do that, how to get stronger, how to look how to get more lean, how to get stronger, all of that. Um, and then I think that's just where the love sort of came for me from just like seeing how versatile fitness is, especially like after college when I became a, I didn't think I was going to be a fitness instructor, TBH. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm just, a, I'm just a dude who took up export management. Like I thought I was going to work in like the cargo or something. <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna. I didn't think I was gonna tell people like do this, do that. Yeah, you do some push-ups. Other than like the actual Super. lifting of the cargo, but I mean, you weren't gonna exactly. do that anyway. Exactly. ng forklift. No, but yeah. So I, I, I saw like when I became a fitness instructor, like oh, it's not really all about just lifting weights and strengthening. Like, there's so much to it. There's like, like what I do, I row. I see spinning instructors. I see like functional training. 
um, just like mimicking like your how you move uh, daily, uh, but in exercise form. And then that's where I just started to kind of like develop more love uh, into this whole industry, just how, seeing how versatile it is and how interesting it is. And I studied, of course. Um, and of course, you get some mentors to help you. Uh, of course, people who are more professional. And I guess to a certain at a certain point, uh, I think I was in. I was, of course, in this instructor field. Two thousand, maybe like late two thousand eighteen, nineteen. Okay. I'd like to say now. So two years, well, two years before the pandemic hit. And then I was just like, I feel like I personally can sort of get a person from where she is now into something better on how she wants to be, he wants to be. And uh, that's when I started my own online coaching. Uh, actually, I tried it with my brother first. Didn't work out, different priorities. Mm-hmm. And I started doing it by myself. And that's how like Emil, Emil Codaverde Fitness came to life. Um, I was actually doing one-on-ones even before I started the whole Emil Codaverde Fitness. Mm-hmm. But, you know, just trying to be more legit. And yeah. uh, go, growing, even before the pandemic, even when I was a fitness instructor, like just with the studios, I've always wanted to mimic how like, if you guys know, mga typical douchebags ng fitness industry like David Lade, <laughs> Jeff Seed. Yeah. If you're familiar with those guys, like I kind of wanted to be like them. Like they're so, like you know, batak, cool, yeah. strong. And then they, of course, they also do online coaching, diba? So I kind of want to, how do you become an online coach? Never understood like, how does someone become an online coach? And I guess it, it took a pandemic for me to sort of <laughs> understand how to start being an online coach and then like yeah now it's just of course steady slow works but um i'm really just focusing on like trying to build up the image the brand and uh hopefully like try to you know target as many people that really want to change their lives because it's a journey i want to walk with them honestly right. like you, you see so many coaches really like uh taking in as many people as they want. But Iggy and I, we're not like that. We talk about it all the time. We really want to, like, help this person. Yeah, we want to guide this person. And we want to see, like, change. We don't want to waste anyone's time. We want to see change talaga. Um, so it's so fun, man, honestly. I love this. I love this shit, bro. That's great, It's amazing. Man. And it's so nice to see, like, you're so happy with what you're doing. And, you know, it's really ah. for a great cause, man. Um, what about you, Iggy? How did you start your personal fitness journey? So, that, um, hold on, let me talk real quick. <laughs> no worries. The end of it, guys. In the end of it, guys. I hit the MMS if you want. So, my journey started, okay, so, again, as you mentioned earlier, I was a really skinny kid back then. <laughs> so, grade school, high school, I would get picked on for like I was an easy target mm-hmm. I was an easy target so I was like you know what I want to change I want to get more jack now I'm tired of being that skinny kid so for like a year 
like first year high school or second year high school, I would go to the gym by myself, do workouts I didn't even know. Actually, all bicep curls lang. <laughs> that time, all bicep All of us, man. All of us. Yeah. All of us started that there. Time, Twitter was a, Twitter was a, you know new. It was a huge thing. I would tweet back then like, on the way to the gym, at the gym. <laughs> uh, gotta let them know. In a span of what twenty minutes, <laughs> like I'm always gonna do bicep curls and go home. <laughs> so, um, I even bought way, and nothing happened. Like, it's been like what one year of me doing that, nothing happened. So I was like, dude, hassle. And then, third year high school. I met my trainer. His name's MJ. Shout out to and MJ. I've had, I've had I've had him for like five to six years. And honestly, uh, I wasn't really expecting much. So um, I would just like go. I would just like go to our sessions, and he became more of like not as a trainer. He actually became like a father slash brother figure to me. Like I am where I am right now because of because of this MJ. Um, for anyone because, that goes to like okay, the Dasma one, gym, really yeah, MJ is a legend in the Dasma community got gym. Me, got me really <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Look for that big bald guy. So, <laughs> um, aside from getting, aside from me getting, aside from him getting me like, you know, Jack. Even for Batch Bar, I was ready for Batch Bar because of him, like. That was the first Pumutok time. Abs like, dyan, eh. Pumutok lahat. <laughs> oh, galit abs mo dyan, eh. For the, mga throwback like photos. For the first time, uh, first time in my life, I set a goal. And you know, I actually sacrificed for that goal. And boom, I did whatever he told me to do, and I was rewarded for that. And other than that, so even after even after high school. I've had it my entire college life, and because of him, I've made less wrong choices, and he made sure to keep me in the path. When like you know, get um get gains, finish your school, um prioritize like no how to prioritize. So other than like you know, finishing school and like getting gains, he also taught me that. You should still have fun. So my, my entire life, my entire college life, I was confident in myself because you know I put in the work. At, at the same time, I was putting in the work for school. So, yeah. So, the, this MJ guy is super huge impact in my, in my life. That's why I wanted to be a trainer. So, the reason why I actually want became a trainer is because. I had roommates in college, like my last year. I I, I condoed in Taft. Last trip ngay, like imagine mo, <laughs> super near Taft. I live in Makati, diba? Wala Taft lifestyle. Every day is happy drive. Tea. Inuman lang G. Oh, okay. so, gusto lang siya mag five seconds, walang malig siya. Ay! Magilig si Iggy dyan eh! I was okay. What are you talking about? <laughs> library. Bible. Library and gym lang. Uh, Bible study lang daw. Uh-uh. <laughs> so anyway, um, my last, my last term, uh, second to the last term in college, 
we were planning a out of town trip with 20 dudes. So we were like 20 dudes. Rowdy. <laughs> so <laughs> it was on 420, so we called it 420 dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, but it's an all-boy strip. You have to have a name for some reason. It's like you have or, to have a gang name with the gang signs and all that stuff. <laughs> so basically, I had three roommates, and they wanted to get jacked. They, they wanted to get fit. All I did was okay. I'll give you guys the um. I'll give you guys a program. I'll help you with your diet. And since we were roommates, I really had to. I really saw what they eat. Like, you know, so no escape. Mm-hmm. So, and also, I had to make it fun. So, right. there were three. We, we made it in no competition. <laughs> yeah, of course. So what, was, what, was, yeah, what was the competition? Whoever has the best progress photo <laughs> in a span of a month and a half. Damn. So, so, so of course, they got comp- competitive and stuff. And, a month and a half later, they were in the best shape of their lives. And honestly, I the feel I, I can't even describe that feeling. I was like, oh damn. Um I was able to make my friends feel whatever my trainer made me feel. So from that and that and that part of my life, so as I mentioned, I was ending college already. I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my career. So I was like, you know what? Let me try to be a trainer, and that's when I um, started studying to get certified. And now, and and, and then I, I even worked in the gym. I worked in the UFC gym Alabang for like a year. Right. But then yeah, the pandemic hit already, so it closed down. So now now I'm all about now I'm all about online online training, yeah. which wasn't always the smoothest. Trust me, I I only started with like one or two clients, but of course, I gave it my all for those one and one or two clients, and they they were successful. They reached their goals, and I and I'm a solemn believer that oh, and you got the video left. <laughs> all good. Just continue. Right, but I'll I, come back. I'm a solemn believer that. So anyway, yeah. So I'm a solemn believer that. Just just, um, give it, hundred percent, with the work that it's right in front of you, and you will be rewarded after. So that's yeah. when, like, when you focus on this one thing, it's gonna everything else will follow. Yeah, that's great, man. But yeah, Iggy, that's great, man. And it's so nice that you know you really drew a lot of inspiration from MJ. Uh, like I said earlier, even I trained under MJ at one point when I was working out in the Dasma gym, and the guy's just like a, yeah. a legend, talaga. And you know, I, I was actually wondering, are you guys like still in touch, like? Is he, since he's had like such a big influence, I'm sure you guys like talk from time to time. Um, lately, not really, but you know, like we would message each other from time to time. We had we grabbed lunch one time during the pandemic. It's just really hard to see each other because you know it's a yeah. pandemic. Yeah, of course. But but honestly, I know if ever I need him, he'll be there because you know, like that guy knows everything about me. Like, <laughs> Feed me through all my phases. Right, right, and it's so, like it's important, yeah, to have like a mentor to you know guide yeah, you through the way. And, and 
Yeah, it's it's nice how that you know you guys are like both kind of paying it forward. Like you guys both had mentors um, through your fitness journey, and then now you're you know you've kind of dedicated your profession into you know helping others, um, you know, achieve their goals of being the best they can be physically and you know mentally also. I'm sure that plays into an effect with your oh, coaching yeah, yeah. as well. But you know, it's it's nice how you've been able to pass it on. But you know, you guys both mentioned that. You did a little bit of like fitness work also prior to the pandemic, but you guys really like you know, for for lack of a better term, went balls deep during the pandemic because like you know that's when you know you had a lot of time to reflect to you know reflect that this is really what you want to do. Um, I I know like you know a handful of people or maybe even more that have let the pandemic you know get the best of them. Um, so you know it's really good that you guys are you know trying to keep people fit throughout the pandemic because you know at the end of the day it isn't it is a health related um virus that's going around and you know if you could yeah. be more healthy you know you're ensuring yourself a little bit more fortification in defending against the virus but what i'm curious to know is how have you guys been able to pivot you know or adjust in your career um because of the pandemic because you know nowadays no gyms um you can't really it's hard to work uh, face-to-face with clients. So uh, what have you guys done to adjust? All right. So like me, um, how I pivot uh, during the, when this whole thing uh, came about, uh, it actually took a while. I remember I was like jobless for almost a month, I think, because of course I work in two studios and we're all about group training. And it's all, it's, you gotta, you gotta be in a studio physically, right? So I was just like, holy crap, man. Like, <laughs> I got no job. I got priorities. I got <laughs> bills to pay. <laughs> what the hell? What's going on? So, uh, uh, I was just working out, honestly, with my brother just to like relieve some stress and all. And then the studios started coming in. They were just like, hey, we're gonna do this whole online platform thing. Uh, we're gonna do this. We're basically gonna teach what we teach in class, but in an online setting, right? So uh, we everyone was learning how Zoom works. Like, bro, mm-hmm. how much money did Zoom make you think over right. this pandemic? Oh my like, God. bro. Probably a like, B dollars cow. easily. They're like, probably, holy cow, man. Like nobody, I mean, there were people who were using Zoom, but then like, us like not to that what, extent what were you using yeah okay. exactly so like maybe for like a couple of weeks and so we were all learning like how to share screen how to share music yeah. how to <laughs> have co-host ma ganun. Oh, ma ganun. change then, virtual background so yeah those were diba? that was it ganun siya, bro. uh so that's where it started and then you know classes started picking up i guess um members started because uh, you know a lot of a lot of people they uh, started posting on instagram like oh mga home workout do this do that um, then little did we know actually for trainers and instructors it wasn't actually like a really good thing because right. we were actually giving a lot of people free workouts and why would they enroll in you know trainers or enroll in studios if they could get free workouts so that was kind of a struggle also for us uh so we ha- i had to stop it also because i was i'm like i was like that i was posting so many like online mm-hmm. home workouts oh, iggy also oh, yeah, iggy yeah, also yeah. did that <laughs> and then i realized like parang, wait a minute i'm giving them free workouts so i stopped 
I stopped and I was kind of like telling all the instructors, "Oh, tigil naren kayo, like para to." No, but of course, I mean, like I'm pretty sure they they got enough from a lot of people. So, mm-hmm. and I think they also had enough of like not getting any experience and having a sense of community and people that they could, like, you know. Uh, a lot of people were starting up before the pandemic hit, so they also wanted to continue that and uh, join the community. And um, so online classes started booming, 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 booming uh, till till today. And then, um, yeah, I guess I really just uh, pivoted in the sense that I started my own thing just because I wasn't getting enough classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember. I remember. Uh, I was such a. I was such a workaholic, man. Like, I would, I would, I would teach classes Monday to Sunday, no days off. Um, even if we go to Poblacion, Saturday night, mm-hmm. come home at four or five a.m. These guys they would message me on Instagram because my my post will always be here teaching a 9 a.m. class like yo we just saw you like three hours ago like how are you doing this and <laughs> yeah, i was just jobs. like well i work yeah, yeah they were like work-life balance lang. like i remember iggy and randall i would be like oh guys it's like friday night i come home from work tired and then these guys would just randomly like pick me up they like go up to the to my condo they're just like oh change let's go let's go and I'm like oh. <laughs> Party. Yeah, party. Like I come home and I'm just like, ah, pucha, hassle, my own class, mommy. Like, but yeah, like, yeah, if you're teaching class right now, I was teaching so many classes, man. I'd like to say I was teaching about more than 20 classes uh, a week. Um, and then now with, with online. Um, of course, you can't do that. So I'm down to like what less than 10 classes. So of course, um, financially, I uh, had to keep up. Had to, of course, uh, try out something new as right. well. So um, that's where the whole online coaching thing came. And nice. uh, uh, that's yeah, it, man. man. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. yeah. Oh. I wanted to ask also, I mean, for the listeners that, you know, that might not know you too, because obviously I know you guys, so I know what type of coaching you, you do, uh, but what type mm-hmm. of classes and um, what does your um, uh, field of personal training like involve? Like what what are the studios that you work for and what yeah. are your personal training like um, objectives mm-hmm. most of the time? And yeah, go for it, Emil. Yeah, so Saddle Row is of course... Uh, Saddle row, I'm an indoor rowing instructor. So we have uh, water rowers and we do different uh, exercises through those rowers. Uh, they have rings inside the class. They also have some loose uh, equipment like dumbbells and stuff that we can incorporate. So that's what I do for saddle row. And then for F45, um, it's basically functional fitness circuit training. So we work in pod settings. Uh, there's like different stations laid around the room like let's just say um there'll be 12 different exercises laid around the room and they go through it uh, in a circuit base um so that's what i do for those two studios and then for my own personal coaching i used to be a little bit of both i used to be a little bit of hypertrophy strength and then of course functional and then i realized i am most confident with one principle which is um oh are you guys still there yeah we're here bro yeah, yeah. sorry then. 
Alright, um, I I I realize I'm most confident with uh, progressive overload with okay. power building. Nice. So I stuck to that, and right now, whenever people inquire about uh, EK Fitness, I always ask them. I always tell them, "Are you free for a call?" Before anything else, before I give my rate, before anything else, I always say, "Let's have a call. Let's have a chat," because. I think it's important that what I, my principles, the student, uh, the client, uh, rather, of course, would be open or would also be interested in doing what I'm confident in doing. Because uh, I think if they can't do, um, example, my training, but they can do the nutrition, it's not going to match. They can do the nutrition, but they can't do the training, it's not going to match. Right. I'm very selective now with who I, uh, with who I coach, uh, just because you know I, I I believe that it really goes both ways. Your training and your nutrition has to really match. Um, and right now, uh, I really just focus on that. I tell them, I explain to them first. This is my principles. This is how I train. If it works for you, if you're open to doing it, then we can start. So right now, in terms of my own EK fitness, I do um, progressive overload and power building. So I focus more on compound lifts, nice. five basic lifts, mm -hmm. and then I add, of course, the accessory work for the muscle groups that don't really get targeted with those compound lifts, with those multi-joint exercises. So I do some isolated exercises as finishers. But I really focus more on multi-joint exercises. It's just more bang for your buck, especially like yeah. where we're doing an uh, online coaching. Um, it's not like we're there to physically tell them like how it's different. Clients rely on verbal cueing now and visual, but more verbal to be honest. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like you, there's no more kinesthetic cueing. You can't mm -hmm. touch them. You can't you can't like shape their body and tell them okay here sit down here. Knees don't go past, rolled down. You can't touch them. You can't tell them, here, feel it here, feel it right, here. Right. I used to love doing that. When they're doing their reps, I used to tell them, feel it here, feel it here. Mm -hmm. So they understand which, where the, which, muscle sh which muscle group should. No, it's facts, though. It's absolutely <laughs> facts. Because you yeah, don't have that, you know, that exactly. tactile, um, you know, advantage of like well, showing yeah. them. So it all exactly. has to be verbal. And, you know, it's nice you know, that you're, you know, focusing on compound because, you know, that, yeah, like you said, it's the most bang for your buck. You get to target more muscles. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it also improves your general overall strength because you're not only just isolating a single muscle group. Mm -hmm. You know, you're working with multiple ones and, you know, it's beneficial exactly. for multiple parts of your body. And to your point, especially with the uh, physical cueing, um, with especially with isolated um, exercises like such as, such as like overhead press or like um, deltoid side raise, it's like the form needs to be on cue because those exercises oh, yeah. can actually injure you pretty that's easily cool. if you're not doing that's it cool. properly. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, that, that's some great work that you've been doing throughout the pandemic. Um, Thank you. Thank we'll you, move Rosa. on to Iggy. If you didn't hear anything um what iggy might have said a while ago good job rock and post ed you did a great job in making this seamless but if not then um iggy why don't you continue what you were saying a while ago okay so my type of training is mostly majority of my clients they're all fat loss majority if not i would say like 
80% of my clients are all fat loss. And I don't blame them because everybody gained weight during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's normal. So I with my training style, same with email, I focus on compounds. So you gotta have your chest press, you gotta have your sh- your overhead press, you gotta have your rows, you gotta have your hinges, you gotta have your squats. Mm-hmm. So um I make sure to make my clients know how to do it correctly. Because I believe with those workouts you really you really lose weight because or you really lose fat because you're hitting a lot more a lot more body parts. Mm-hmm. Back then, like when I was training my like working out by myself, it always splits. Sho- uh, you know, shoulders, chest day, back day. Right. I'm gonna stop sometimes Bro split. Like day. <laughs> Bro split. Yeah. Uh, arm day yeah. only. Arm day only. Before, like day body, like half like, day long. <laughs> <laughs> split it with shoulders long. <laughs> One set of squats goods now. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We've all been sure. there. We've all been there. <laughs> I know. So, so that was back then, but now it's more of like it's always gonna be like a full body workout thing. So especially the first two months, you know, you got your squat. Like I put together their squats and their presses in the same day, and then I put together the pulls and the hinges, and then that they have their circuit day. So at least it's more functional also. And after. After that, we're gonna progress into more muscular endurance, more supersets. The compounds will always be there. That right. will never change. Mm-hmm. And then you just do more like supersets with like core movements. And then when and then when they're ready, it's gonna be more hypertrophy. So you know there are phases: phase one, phase two, phase yeah. three. That's why they they have to pass each test. So same same with Emil. I make sure, like when they inquire with my services it's more of i have to get to know the client first if one if they're dedicated if they're willing to if they're willing to one um fix their nutrition to work out at least three times a week with me plus another day by themselves and three if they're willing to invest in weights because um as i mentioned earlier sure body weight stuff you know it's good for you but in my opinion, it can only get you so far, it, especially yeah. if it's fat loss. We should really need resistant training for, for fat loss. Yeah, no, definitely. So, so mostly, like, actually, majority of my clients are also women, and actually, it's it, it uh, it's really funny. Like, of course, as a trainer, the first thing you're gonna ask them, "What's your goal?" Mm-hmm. They're gonna tell you. I I, I memorized their goals already. Like, <laughs> even without them. Asking, so, okay, why? What is it? First of all, I want to lose weight, or I want to lose weight. Uh, I want, I want this part over here. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the love also, handles. Also, no, I want a bigger butt. Oh, oh! <laughs> don't forget abs, abs, abs also. Yeah. Oh, so can you learn how to pull up also? Memorize this now. That's gonna happen. But it. like you know, it's easy that it's easy that it's kind of becoming a niche for me. So I like I'm creating these formulas already. I know when someone starts with me, I already know what their first three months are gonna look like. So it's very that's why uh, niche is very important as well. But I'm also training I'm also training 
male clients. And actually, my brother and his friends, they all have programs under me. So, they're all getting really yeah. jacked now. Yeah, my they're getting pretty swell, man. I've been seeing some progress jacked. on your so, IG stories. <laughs> so, so yeah, for the women, it's more of the, the fat loss in the glutes and, you know, getting stronger also. For the, for the men, it's more of like, you know, getting jacked. Mm-hmm. So aesthetics, aesthetics. Yeah. <laughs> but aesthetics at the same time, um, functionality. Also flexible. Yeah. Functionality, functionality, yeah. and flexible. Yeah, and that's what. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I really like admire about both of you guys because um, one of the most common misconceptions about fitness in general um is the fact that people think that fitness is all about looks. It's all about aesthetics. It's all about hypertrophy, but that's definitely not the case. I love how that you guys, you know, both incorporated compound lifts because, you know, I think those are one of the most important lifts because like Emil said, it's a bang for your buck. If for those who don't know what compound lifts are, um, it's basically uh, lifts like uh, squat to press and then or like um, lunge to over, overhead press, basically involving multiple muscles um, in the same ex- exercise. And that's super beneficial because not only will it burn more fat and target multiple muscle groups, but it will also increase your functionality and just, you know, making you feel better, making you like generally like stronger on a day-to-day basis. And I love how that you guys are incorporating that and at the same time emphasizing nutrition because that's also another thing that a lot of people get wrong. They think that they could just work out every day, but then eat whatever they want. But that's certainly not the case. You can also eat super healthy and not work out, but then you're not going to see your results you want it's really a double-edged sword and the way i like to look at it it's a double-edged sword but at the tip of it all like the 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 peak of the sword is sleep but that's like another episode for another um podcast um but yeah i love how you guys are like you know just encouraging other people to live healthier and happier lives because that really comes along with you know exercising as well and because especially with the fact that you know i know a lot of people throughout the pandemic that you know let this whole crisis get the best of them. You know, they have their their gut or like they either lost a crap ton of weight or gained a lot of weight. So like, and I understand why, to be completely honest, because there are no gyms, yeah. limited workout equipment, if any, if they have any equipment at all at home. Yeah. And, you know, um, shit gets repetitive. Like no other way around it. Even me, like I had to switch around like a lot of workouts. Like at first I was doing like, the same body weight routine, but then I realized I need to invest in weights and then I got kind of bored with my weight. So I needed to like try running and all that stuff. And, you know, I totally get these problems that the people are facing because, you know, it's the first time that any of us are really going through these things and it can often lean to, you know, people quitting. And I know a couple of people also that started working out early in the pandemic. It's like, Oh, I don't have anything to do. I'm just going to work out. But then once like, you know, their jobs resumed, their school resumed, you know, they're they're, like sedentary again. Yeah, and you know it's understandable because it's really easy to burn out nowadays um, when you're just yeah. home, and whether that's mentally or physically. So I wanted to ask you, you guys, like, how do you guys deal with burnout? Because I'm sure it's a real thing for you guys too, not only mentally but physically too. I mean, you're teaching classes like every single day, and then sometimes, like, especially for Emil also in his rowing classes, he's rowing with them too, and then you have to get your own personal workout too sometimes. So, like, how do you guys like personally? deal with burnout yeah i just want to let everyone know burnout physically and mentally is very very real you know nothing to be ashamed of that 
Like you have to accept it. That it's 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 a part of it. This pandemic is getting the best of all of us, and sometimes it's okay to take a break. And but with the burnout, I felt burnt out also. I told you, uh, I also gained a lot of weight during the pandemic. Um, I completely stopped working after three months, and I I I was one of, I was one of the people who got that gut. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, to the point where my friends were all getting jacked, and I was taking their photos, and I was always part of the photos, <laughs> right, Emil? <now? laughs> so, so what did you do to like get out of it? Okay, sometimes you have to have reasons for you to snap out of it, and me taking that photo of my friends and not being part of that checklist photo, that was it for me. <laughs> But also yeah. one 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 um you have to give yourself a break, give yourself a timeline. Okay, like in this one week I won't work out. I'll just like, enjoy. The the really important part is have to get back on it. You know, you have to set a, you have to set a timeline. You have to set a deadline and like okay, I have to start working out. Because if you don't, you're just gonna keep on prolonging and prolonging it. And I guess what and then one last thing that really helped me with the The burnout, very very underrated. Uh, prayers work. Like, I would say that like I've been praying way more during the pandemic, and honestly, it helped me get through a lot of like the tough times. Like you know, ha- and having the confidence that you know, God's gonna be on your side. That's uh, that will you know help you out. Uh, you- you'll be fine. That's you know? great, man. It's nice that you you know. Brought that connection back, especially during these tougher times. Um, what about you, Emil? Yeah, man, burnout's real, man. I felt that even physically. My body told it. My body was, my body let me know I was burning myself out. Yeah. As I said, I was teaching Monday to Sunday. I was rowing with my students. I was powerlifting myself with my brother. And then one day, my body just let me have it. Boom! I got costochondritis. Uh, if uh, any of you are familiar. Now I'm familiar with that. So basically, uh, I have an inflammation in my sternum. Um, basically, uh, it's the bone, and then there's the cartilage, rib cage, cartilage, and then my sternum. So that middle man is inflamed, and it's affected me since 2019. Uh, believe it or not, until now I still have it. Until now I still have it. I still get attacks. I still have to take medicine for it, and it's it's it's. It's been really hard. Um, I think uh, it's been the most damaging in my physique and in my health, uh, just because I've I have so many restrictions. I can't do a lot of movements. I can't move as as explosive as I used to, um, and that's all because of lack of recovery and lack of sleep. I, I I truly believe. I just put my body in so much stress. For for seven days mm-hmm. weekly, I would go out. Drinking I want to get enough pa. sleep, and yeah. then I would put so much stress with work, drinking pa and uman, uh, lahat, bro. And then I guess one day my body was just like, "Uy, na ina mo relax kalang." <laughs> so I got injured, and um, now today I respect recovery. I respect sleep. I tell myself and I tell my clients. We're gonna train, but I'm only gonna limit you to five days. That's it. Four to five days. That's all I'm gonna give to you, because I believe like 
there's so much good that can happen when you recover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and, and that's, I guess, how I deal with burnout now. One is I focus on recovery. Um, so even if that's just giving yourself three days, two days to absolutely do nothing, nothing physical, if anything, light cardio, light walking, mm-hmm. light jogging, mm-hmm. just to move a bit. And then if it's extreme burnout where you're working out, <laughs> where you're actually just like on your phone, finger right. gains na lang. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's when you know, I think you maybe need a week or so just to relax, recover, maybe prioritize family, prioritize seeing friends, maybe put out friends or family or even work. Uh, maybe focus on some of those stuff. And then you'll just feel it. You'll just know like, okay, I've had enough. I'm ready to get back to the grind. And that's how I personally deal with burnout. And for me, it's it's one of the most effective ones. Naman. Yeah. And I su- can yeah. super agree with both of your points because, you know, like, especially for guys, there's really this toxic notion where it's like, you always need to give 110%, you know, the toxic productivity culture. And uh, if you're not giving 110%, you're not giving enough. Like, I mean, okay, David Goggins, like, has proven that it works, but not everyone's David Goggins, bro. Like, like he's a different animal. Like, you know, burnout is so real. Like, you need yeah. to, you know, I, I. it's good that everybody's be- becoming a little bit more aware with mental health, especially during these times, because it's a serious thing. And, you know, um, a lot of friends also have asked me. I mean, I'm not like the most jacked or ripped guy in the world, but then I, I, I think I stay pretty um, fit and pretty lean the month throughout the pandemic. And then people ask me also, like, what do you do to like, you know, stay fit? And then for me, the number one thing that I always say, it's always about sustainability. Like doing yeah. things, knowing 100%. that, like planning it smartly in such a way that, you know, the next week you could go and at it again. Don't give like 110% yeah. every day. Like some people... Th- like also like to treat it like work, like five days of like nonstop grind, 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 grind in the weekend. But then that's sometimes also like a recipe for injury. Like by when yeah. you're on a Thursday or Friday, you're giving 110% and you might pop something or yeah. yeah. And, and it's just not sustainable. Like if you're just always giving your 110% every single time, you're going to reach a point where you burn out. And that's what I always like, like to preach that, you know, working out whether it uh, fitness in general whether it's for your workouts or for your diet or for anything related to your sleep it's all about sustainability what can you personally sustain because not everybody's going to be the same you can't be following the routines of another person because your body's different your mind is different as well so it's really all about finding that middle ground like that sweet spot of where it's not too hard but it's also not too easy so that you're still kind of pushing yeah. yourself and you know, because nowadays there's so much fake news and fake information about staying fit. You know, like you see these like clickbaity shit like abs in 30 days or enormous biceps yeah. in two weeks, pero that guy's juicing up naman. So it's like super dia. Um, but like, yeah, like more often than not, those types of workouts, those programs almost always lead to burnout. And the main reasons yeah. why these things happen is because people have the wrong, yeah, unrealistic goals. And people have the wrong yeah. philosophy when it comes to, you know, staying fit and being healthy. So for my last question of the show, I wanted to ask you guys, like, what is your personal most valuable philosophy or mindset when it comes to training or weight loss or per- like fitness? Yes. Uh, start off with this one. <laughs> um, 
I mean, you said it, honestly. It's all about sustainability. I 100% agree with that. Um, and I guess it's really just being honest with yourself. Um, that's one thing I really believe. Because especially when you're with a client, and um, I really treat every client like a, like a friend, honestly. And I keep telling myself, I keep telling them that you have to be honest with yourself. One, this is an online programming thing. I'm not going to be with you every single day physically. So you need to be honest with yourself when it comes to your nutrition. Are you eating the right things? Are you telling me what you're eating? If you're going to cheat, do you tell me? Do you, <laughs> do you think what you're eating is correctly? Like Some people, they're not honest. Like They'd be like, Sang, sang slice lang naman to eh. Ah, parang okay naman. Uh, I'll keep it. I'll keep it from coach na lang. <laughs> so, I think I think that's honestly one of the most important things with my values in terms of coaching with people is just being honest to yourself, being accountable for for the things that you do, um, and uh, just carries on. And as you said, sustainability is everything. Like if is that, there's that term, uh, moving on to the next shiny object syndrome. So a lot of people, they try something for a week or two because they're excited. And then afterwards, if they see and if they don't feel like it's working for them, they move on to the next thing. And there's so many things you can move on to. As, as we mentioned, there's so many different varieties in this whole fitness industry. There's so many different new diets, new fads. And um, I think, you just need to stick to something and be consistent with it mm-hmm. and learn how to, of course, ride that roller coaster. There's going to be some days you're going to derail. Uh, it's just how you get back up. And that's that's our job. That's me and Iggy's job. We, we It's a mental game, honestly. You're going to get a lot of clients that one day they're feeling excited. The next day, they're just MIA. And you're not going to hear from them for a long time. I have those clients, right? You just don't hear from them for a week, even if you message them. So I guess that's kind of like the whole, uh, you know, the whole game that we're trying to play here. Uh, Really just also focusing on their mental state and uh, just making sure that they'll be able to sustain what you're trying to help them achieve. Because overall, honestly, like I want to say, I want to just coach this person less than a year or so because i want to educate them the things that i'm teaching them i want them to be able to do it confidently on their own long term like even without my help keep your money i want (laughs) you to learn from this right like if they if i can impart that onto someone bro that's all i want i'm happy now with that and move on to the next person that's Mm -hmm. it so uh yeah man i'm gonna leave it as that bro that's awesome that's man. it and being honest yeah. yeah just spreading the love spreading the the knowledge and yeah that's knowledge great... talaga, bro. Mm. And someone like passed said... it on to me and i want to pass it on to as many people as well and hopefully one day they can do the same you know exactly exactly what about you Iggy? Yeah, so earlier you were talking about you know the old days off 110 percent but I, I don't know about you guys but you know i love the loss <laughs> I love the all. I agree. For it. Oh, bro. So, so first Quite of all, every and, week. So we um, all agree with one that um, long-term sustainable fitness is the way to go. You know, and I believe that because you know there's so much fads when like 
tinatawa yung oh absent for three days or or like to get jammed like two yeah. weeks by like or all these diets weeks. also like these fat diets yeah. so like what I'm preaching is not even like looking good like physically it's really I'm I'm in it for the mental game because like um going back to MJ I was uh, I was saying that yeah he, he got me like you know he got me he got, he got me gains for sure. But what I truly appreciated was, you know, the mental, the mental thing. He helped me through so much times, like mentally, and I'm the same for people. So, speaking of the diet fads and all, you'd be surprised that there are so many people going through uh, depression or, uh, you know, their relationship with food is the worst. You know, they're, they're afraid to eat rice. Like, you know, they're afraid to eat like that. that the piece of cake and stuff, and like, it's un- it's really unhealthy to do that, because how can you hate food, you know? Yeah. So that's why I I tell all my clients, you know, let's do the eighty twenty percent rule, eighty percent eighty percent twenty percent rule, meaning I want you to work as hard as you can to like you know eat clean during like eighty percent of the week, just so just so that twenty percent of the week you can enjoy, because there's no happy person in, li- in life that will you know, do it 100%. Like, no, no cheat days, no cheat meals. Dude, yeah. screw that. What's the point? What's the point of looking good? So, you know, you can see why a lot of people will get discouraged. Like, discouraged by, you know, getting fixed. They, they feel like that's what, what it takes. But, you know, if you do things like step by step, you will get there. Because if you try to, like, rush it out, like, you know, um, like, there's there so many, so uh, there's so many trainers that, Make their, their their clients starve. Like, yeah. You know they don't make them eat carbs or whatever. Like they they really like demonize like alcohol and stuff. But like, um, you can have it in moderation. Definitely. One of my favorite sayings. One of my favorite sayings is, you can have a slice of the cake, just not the entire cake. Or you can yeah. have a glass of wine, but not the entire bottle. In moderation, you know. So if you, if you um, if you just give yourself a bit, a bit every every time, you, it'll go a long way. Because if you deprive yourself of like you know food, you're gonna end up binging, which yeah. will um cause you even more damage in the future, mentally or mentally also. So so yeah, what my my point is, have a good relationship with food. Do your workouts. And live your life like a champ because you know if you're happy physically, it's a lot easier to be happy mentally because it's yin and yang. You know they go both ways. Because you can't, you know, because you can't. It's hard to be happy mentally when you're unhappy physically. So all I want, all I want for my clients is like you know you have the confidence, you know, to live your life always ready. You're ready to remove your shirt like. In the beach. But remember back then during our our rave days, like oh yeah, dude, I always like work. And, like I mean, but not ang top ka nga yung yung nagstando ko pa sando. Yeah, pero tinanggal yung, mo. Pero tinanggal mo pareh yung shirt mo. <laughs> so, Counting powers lang shirt. Okay, uh, Emil. 
but yeah like those were some great points also like you know of course you want to be healthy because you want to look good but also feel good more than anything and what you guys said is like right on the dot um you know you need to have a good relationship with food don't do any of these like like keto diets or like or any of these other fad diets that aren't sustainable for you. I mean, look, if it's if you control all of the meals and if you only eat to survive, you're like what that type of person. First of all, like I don't think we should be friends because food's amazing. And number two, um, yeah. you know, most people are not like that. So don't have a bad relationship with food. Like you are allowed to, you know, indulge every once in a while because food is happiness. And I think we could all agree on that. And it's also important, like you said, to, you know, know yourself, be honest with yourself, know your pace and don't do like these 30 day workout. Now every day you're working out 110% because you will burn out. And, you know, even if these yeah. keto diets work or if these 30 day fat burn programs work, it's going to be a yo-yo effect. You're going to lose a lot of weight. Okay, great. You're going to look really good now. And then you're going to be like, oh, shit, I just finished like an entire 30 day. But I'll have like McDo. Okay, but I'll have wings. And then I could bet you the next month you're back to where you were two months ago. So it's all about yeah. yeah, the yo-yo effect. So yeah, thank you guys so much for that info. I hope you listeners learned a thing or two from this uh, pod. And I just want to wrap things up by saying thank you guys so much for being on the show. Honestly, I had a great time talking with you guys uh, about fitness, about sports science, nutrition, and more than anything, just catching up with you guys because it's been a damn while. Yeah, yeah I like, know. Over two years. I know. It's been and too long, man. Too long, it's amazing man. to too see long. both. Oh. Yes, man. Like, yeah. oh, this is my first podcast. So I was like, yo. I'm yeah, getting, honestly. Somewhere, you know, You're getting somewhere. there, bro. You're yeah. getting there. We're all going to make it. Um, Honestly, yeah. I, I love the, I love this thing that you're doing, Rocky, man. Keep it going, bro. Like, this is this is some powerful stuff, man. Just keep going. Yeah. Thank you, man. I really appreciate yeah. it, bro. Um, But, yeah, before we go, I think now would be a perfect time for you guys to plug in where people can find you or the work that you do. And I think this is perfect for Iggy because he's about to drop some Instagram account real real soon. Yeah. So, Iggy, where can they find you or um, avail of your services? All right, guys. So, you can follow me on Instagram at Fitness. Also, I have a Facebook page which will be launching this Friday, October. Let me double-check the dates. October what? 1. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. I'll be posting some more yeah. my clients' progress, inspirational stuff, gym memes, you know, all that. Uh, also, I, I'll plug you with good music too. So, hey. again, check out at the City Fitness. All right. Nice. Uh, what about you, Congrats, man? Iggy. Let's go. Congrats, man. I'm so high. Yeah, same with me. Um, yeah, if you if if anyone wants to contact me, they can uh, of course uh, message me on my Instagram. That's at Emil Kudaverdi. Uh, I also did make uh, an account for my fitness. That's uh, Emil Kudaverdi Fitness. Uh, not sure when I'm gonna launch it yet. Still ironing some beats. But if you wanna message me on any of the two f- platforms, please do so. I'll, I'm ready to hear what y'all uh, wanna do. So yeah, thank you, Mr. Rocket. Of course, man. It's been a pleasure having you guys on and that about does it. So I want to thank you all listeners for tuning in to another episode of the Rockets Modern Life Podcast. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to share with hashtag RML Podcast and hit that follow on Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube so that you never miss an episode. And as always, I'll see you all in the next one. Deuces.